Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. hope that I can deliver on a very important message I think everyone needs to hear, but especially new runners. And when I say new runners, I'm even talking about runners who have, you know, maybe been running for one to two years, people who maybe feel like they've got it down, like, okay, I know what to do to become a runner, but still have some of those doubts creep in. I'm talking to you today. Um, I am currently up pretty early. My kids, I can hear their footsteps though. They're already up, which is so crazy to me. Today is a Sunday and you know, during the week, whenever the kids have to wake up for school, I know I'm not alone on this. It's like dragging them out of bed. <laughs> like, you know, we're playing music on Alexa. We're singing like, okay, it's time to get up. And it takes the whole circus to get everyone up and moving. And it's so crazy because on what we call stay home days, um, yeah, they're up usually before they get up for school. So there's that. I hear this, the pitter-patter upstairs of their footsteps ready to start the day. So um, hopefully we won't get any interruptions. I am sipping on some energy tea this morning. It's called Energize because I am such a weirdo. Like <clears throat> I love coffee time. Like it is such a moment for me. It is such it is so much more than just a drink. I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I look forward to it as like my, like, it is my start line of the day. Like, okay, as soon as I have coffee, like it's time to go hit the ground running. And so I'm trying to save it when I wake up extra early to, you know, come down and get some work done in currently my office, which is housed in our guest room. I like to... I don't know, have some tea. This energy tea is great. It has a little bit of caffeine in it, but I like to save my coffee for once I'm done with the, the early, early morning tasks and when I'm ready to dive into the day. So um, I'm, I'm saving that so that I can savor it later while um, I'm preparing, you know, for, for the day to kick off. So anyway, just so you can kind of have an idea of what's going on over here in my world. I am sitting next to a window. The lighting is absolutely terrible in this office that I have. Um, for recording, so I often record my lives and my Zooms upstairs in Mike's office, just the lighting is better, but I do love sitting right next to this window and looking outside and seeing the sun start to peek up and it is just really rejuvenating. I wish, you know, if it wasn't so weird and creepy that I could live in a room just of windows or maybe outside, I don't know. I just love the sunlight, I love the outdoors, I love being outside. And sometimes, I don't know if this happens to anyone else, my office at school because I'm a school counselor 
I don't have any windows. And so whenever I do like take students outside or if I go outside um, to check on students who are outside for recess or during PE, I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed the sunlight. Like I didn't even realize it was so beautiful out here. Um, so I definitely crave the outdoors in the sun, which is part of the appeal of running to me. Part of the appeal is being outside in the elements, outdoors, in the sunlight. It's just, it's, it's just music to my soul. So, um, okay. So you guys, it's been one month since I have ran the Pittsburgh marathon and I know I recorded a podcast about it. My experience, it was amazing. I am already in complete awe of what I was able to do, honestly, where I am right now and thinking about what I was able to do and the training that I did, I already feel like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Like I literally just did it and I already feel like, oh, I could never run a marathon. Isn't that crazy? It's a little bit about that mindset that I'm talking about today and what happens to us. So after the marathon, it was imperative for me to take a couple of weeks off to recover and reset and be ready to recharge and jump into my next goal. And because of that, I had to be adamant about, okay, I'm not running. It was a solid two to three, I think it was about three weeks that I completely did not run at all and took that time off. And I felt okay with that. I really did. Like sometimes it's hard for me because it's such a mental reset for me that I get, you know, frustrated and antsy if I can't get those runs in to start my day. I just feel like I need that shake off to really keep myself in balance. And if you are a new runner and haven't felt that yet, it's coming. It's coming. It takes some time, but it is it is coming. And so <clears throat> over the course of those three weeks, I was giving myself grace and I was enjoying the rest. And currently now I'm on week five. And so this is what's happened. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I had my three weeks of rest planned, and then I had a week of, a, of some really, really light, light recovery runs, which was great. I did that, and then um, I am making a plan for my current soulmates, those who have gone through the program, and I have a group that's finishing right now with their beginner to 5K program, and we've planned out our fall, okay? So we have set out a training plan to get us from july to october through october and so we're all going to be training on the same plan and we're all going to be going back to basics we're starting at ground zero all of us to work on our speed and our endurance and our, and our endurance and our strength <clears throat> and we're all going to be moving together to meet that goal i think it's going to be super exciting and super powerful so the reason i share that is because with that in mind after making that plan i realized that i needed to really back down still so that I would be in a good place to mentally start taking on the next four months of training, right? So I can't, it would make no sense for me to right now be going out there and running, you know, big runs or kind of picking up where I left off with training for the marathon because I really want to get in the mindset of starting over, of working on some strength, doing some body weight exercises, doing some good stretching, and then building back up from ground zero all the way up to a 10K, which is our ultimate goal for most of us. Some of us are working towards a 5K at the end of October. And I wanna do it strong and I wanna do it faster than I did last year because we're always trying to grow, right? And if I'm not growing with distance, then I'm going to go back and try to grow on speed. Am I going to be doing speed work every workout? Absolutely not. But it's going to be my goal to try to do better and feel better than my last time because that's what I'm working on. <clears throat> 
So with that being said, I really, I gave everybody two weeks off in the beginning of June, which is where we are right now. We just finished our first week off and I wanted everybody to take these two weeks off with the exception of my brand new soulmates. They have, they're finishing up their 5Ks in these two weeks, which is so crazy. They started in March and here they are running their 5Ks at the end of next week. They're on their final week. Um, but the rest of us are resting so that we can get ready to hit reset at the end of this month and jump in in July. So all of this to tell you that I've been resting for a while, even though I had a week or two of some really laid back, easy, what I would call easy runs for me a few weeks ago, I've been resting for a while and it's really messing with my mind. And so I have been, today I woke up and I thought about going for a walk or a short run, even though we're in rest and I yell at my, I don't yell at them, but I always tell my soulmates like, follow the plan. You have to rest. It's just as important as the workouts. And I, I preach that, but I'm feeling antsy and it has so much more to do about this, this subconscious. This is going to sound so crazy, but I know you'll be able to relate to it. This fear of what if I can't get restarted? Okay. And I've heard this so many times. So many brand new runners say, I can't stop. I can't stop. If I take a break, I'll never start again. I'm a quitter. I'm a quitter. I'm a quitter. And so, you know, we have to work through that in all of our programs. You know, we have to work through beating that self-doubt. And I really wanted to take a moment to honor that feeling because I'm in it right now. I am currently in a state of, I don't know if I can start again. I don't know if I can start again. Y'all, I have been a, a runner. I've been running for 15 years. My experience has told me that even when I take needed breaks, I will start again. I know that because of the experience that I have, but I'm still having these feelings of, I feel unmotivated right now. Like when I woke up this morning, there was really no part of me that was like, oh, I can't wait to go for a run. I was thinking like, oh my gosh, what if I had to go for a run? How would I go for a run and record the podcast and get the laundry done? Like that's what was going in my mind, right? And that's what so many people say when they're starting a new running program or when they're contemplating starting a new running program, they'll say, I don't have time. I have too much going on. I'm too tired. I'm not getting enough rest. I have too many things lined up. I just wouldn't be able to squeeze it in. And I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't see how it's going to fit into my life. Well, I have to tell you, I'm having those moments right now. Isn't that so crazy? Like I just finished one month ago running a marathon. Do you know, you probably do from my podcast, the time commitment that it takes to run a marathon. I mean, I had to run for hours on the weekend, hours, hours, three plus hours on for long runs on the weekend to get to this race. And here I am one month later saying, what if I don't have time? I don't know how I'm going to fit this in. Like what? It is my mind. It is completely my mind playing these tricks on me. And here's the thing. There's only one cure for that. There's only one cure for that state of mind and it's to go run. That's the only way you cure it. Now I'm not going to do that because I am following a plan and in the structure of my plan, we have set our goal of not running. So I'm not going to go out and, and I'm not going to go out and start a training plan now just because I need to prove it to myself. I'm going to allow myself to enjoy this rest and to feel all the other things I'm able to get done, even though, you know, when I do start back up again, I'm looking at committing 30 minutes three times a week, which is nothing in the grand scheme of things to get to my goal. But I'm going to have to consciously remind myself that I 
100% can and will do this. It's weird though. I feel like, but what if my body can't handle it? All those things that you guys feel, all of those things that you always tell me. And you know, if I weren't hitting this reset button and allowing myself to feel into this, I wouldn't be able to relate to this as much. And I love when I can start to feel the things that brand new runners or runners on my team have shared with me. When I start to feel and I'm like, oh, this is what it feels like. And when I can share it, when I can share it with you and to say like, whoa, hold up, it's not you. It's totally normal. It's what our bodies do. It's what our minds do, whether it's protecting us or whether it's helping us to preserve our time, our energy, whatever it is, it's totally normal. And here's the thing, like it's false. It is completely false. It is not true. But if we don't, if we don't toe the line and we don't stand up to these feelings and say, watch me, watch me prove you wrong, then we're going to sit in this space and that's going to become our reality. So it's not that it's actually real that I don't have time. It's not that it's actually real that I can't make it fit. It's not that it's actually real that I don't have enough energy. The truth is I have to be ready to stand up and say, watch me and then go do it. That's the only way to cure yourself of these thoughts and these feelings is to actually go and do it. Now, <clears throat> that means you have to have realistic expectations for what you're about to start, right? You can't go out and say like, oh, I can run three miles. It's just my mind telling me that I can't. Like, no, you have to be realistic about where you are. And if you've taken a long break or you're just starting, then your your first step should look very doable, very manageable. And when you take those first steps, like that's how you start to break out of that mindset and that cycle of like, I'm a quitter, I don't start, I'll never do it, I'm too busy, I'm too tired, whatever it is. That's just not true. It really is just not true. The idea that we can't find we can't find 30 minutes three times a week to fit this in for our health is nonsense. It really is. But I feel it right now, you guys. I feel it because I've already replaced that time that I had set aside for my runs. I've replaced it with something else already. I've done it because it's easy to do. I have so many things to do. We all have so many things to do. So instead of going for my runs during swim lessons, I was using that time to catch up in my Facebook groups to comment and encourage my runners who are currently posting. I was now using that time during swim to get that done. And so guess what? All of a sudden it feels like I don't have time, but I do. I just have to shift things around a little bit and it's not that big of a deal. So I have to get back on my schedule of running at the times that I had, you know, set up for myself and get back into that routine, but it is 100% possible, but I feel it and it's so crazy. I really did think about this morning about getting up and saying like, Tina, you, I've been feeling bad about myself in a lot of ways and I will probably record another podcast this weekend about, you know, probably the next one after this that I record will be about you know, body image and how I'm feeling physically and telling you a little bit about the story of where I've been going with, um, you know, how I feel about myself physically and all of those things. And um, I'm going to talk about that. But so that's playing a part too, like my negative mindset with me and where I am physically, not, you know, my fitness level, of course, and how I feel. I just feel so unmotivated right now, not unmotivated to do other things. Like I'm allowing, I mean, I, have so many things that I'm getting done and checking the boxes of, but I'm not taking that time for myself and I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I got to get out of this. I got to shake it off and I'm scared. I'm afraid that I'm going to start again and it's going to be so hard and I'm going to want to quit. You know, I guarantee you guys can relate to that because I hear it. I hear runners tell me that all the time, but it's just not true. And so sometimes what does happen is people will, will then get in this place and they're like, I just have to start and they start, you know, they go out too far, too fast or they just have a crappy run because it's too hot or they didn't get enough sleep. And then all of a sudden that becomes their 
you know, the self-fulfilling prophecy. I knew it was too hard. I knew I didn't have energy. I knew I didn't have time. I knew I couldn't do it. But it's really 100% not true. It's just a matter of getting out there. I've even found myself, you know, Mike and I joke all the time because he's resting too. And now we're like, well, we don't run anymore. Like joking around, well, when I used to run, you know, back when I was a runner. And we laugh about it because we know it's so silly. But you start to feel like that. And it doesn't take long. Obviously, it's taken us I didn't feel like this the first two weeks, maybe taking three or four weeks. And I'm like, ah, what's happening? And so I know that my runners are going through this and I know that they're having their doubts. And I, I know that those who I put on rest, like some of them got up to their, got, got up to an 8K distance, which is five miles. And I've told them now like, hit the brakes. It's time to rest. I want you to rest for two weeks. And then we're just slowly getting into the running again. We're going to be doing some body weight exercises together for two weeks and then jumping into our running plans. And I know that they must be going stir crazy as well in this time of like, wait a minute, I was just running this many miles and now I'm doing nothing. Oh my gosh, I lost everything. I forgot how to run. My body's too weak. I'll never be able to keep up the endurance. Like it's so crazy how we think that. But right now I feel you. I feel you. And what I'll tell you is that because of my experience over the years, I know it's not true. I know it's not true. But I know that if I sit here and I wait for myself to feel like I have more time, if I sit here and I wait for myself to feel more motivated, if I were to keep telling myself, oh, as soon as this is over, I'll do it. Or um, as soon as I finish this, then I'll start. Like that's that's really kind of just a cop out because we feel like we're overwhelmed. We feel like we're too busy, but we're really not. We're really not. And we won't know that until we get out and do it. And it's so funny because runners will come back to me and say like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't used to make, make this time for me. I used to say that I couldn't do it or I couldn't fit it in, but now I've made the time and it's so easy. And guess what? I'm not even missing out on things. Like I thought I would miss out on everything. I'd miss out on my kids. I'd miss out on my family time. Like I'm doing this and I'm not even missing out. And it's pretty awesome. But guess what? That thought does not come without the action. And it takes continuous action. And if you do it once and you think to yourself, oh gosh, I don't have the energy. Oh gosh, this was too hard. Oh gosh, I barely had time to squeeze that in. That's not enough. You have to keep going. You have to keep going, you have to keep going, and the more that you make it a habit, the more that you make it something you don't have to think about, then the easier it will be to show up, and then you will finally prove to yourself that it was all crap to begin with, right? Like, it was all nonsense. All of this stuff, all these feelings I'm having are complete nonsense, but I, they're, they're very real. They're very real, but you have to toe the line and stand up to these feelings and say, mm-mm, not me, not true. I'm going to do this. And like I said, it doesn't happen until you take that action. I talked a lot in the past about how, you know, motivation doesn't create the action. So if you sit around and wait for yourself to be motivated and psyched up, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like that's, you know, that might come once a month, but it's that action that makes you say like, oh, that was good. That felt good. I want to do this again. And so the best way to get yourself motivated to start is to go out and do it. And it's crazy the way that it works, but I know. So right now it's like, you know, I know that I'm resting. I know that I'm, I'm going to be super excited. I'll be a little bit nervous because I'm still like, oh, how's it going to feel when I start? Am I going to feel, you know, am I going to feel like it's too hard? All of those things, all of those thoughts that everybody has. But once I start, I know I'm going to be so pumped. It's probably going to be hard for me to keep it to three days, to be honest. I'm going to because that's our plan. That's what we stick to. Um, but I might find myself taking some walks in between just because it feels so good and I miss it so much. 
And, you know, there have been times when I haven't run for a while and then I finally get the chance to go for a run and I've got my headphones in and my music's on and it's beautiful outside and I'm running and I'm literally like dancing while I'm running because I'm just so excited and I say to myself in my mind, I feel like an animal who's just been uncaged. Like I feel like someone has just like opened the door and said go and I just feel so, so good and I'm, I'm very excited for that feeling again but I can totally 100% relate to that mindset of this is going to be too, this is going to be too hard. I don't think that I'll be able to do this. This is going to be too much. I'm a quitter. You know, I thought that too. I don't quit running. Running is my is my constant. I don't feel that way about running because again, I've just shown up enough to, you know, to know that that's a false statement about myself because I've been able to come back over and over and over again. So experience has taught me that I'm not a quitter when it comes to running, but I do feel that way about other things, you know. Um, so I can relate to that, but how do we break that? We just show up. It's not hard. It's not hard. We just have to ignore our thoughts and replace them with, no, I am going to do this. No, I am going to do this. And the crazy thing that happens is as you continue to show up, right? Like the hardest part is getting started, of course, but as you continue to show up, our runs become very habitual, especially on a training plan like ours, where you're showing up three times a week, right? It becomes very habitual. And when you have reached the point where your runs have become your habits, well, and what defines a habit, you kind of do it without having to think much about it. You just go, like it's part of your routine. You just, you have certain days of the week that you just show up and you go. The less you have to think about it and the more habitual it becomes, the easier it is for it to just be a part of your life. Like brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, taking a shower, like all of those things are habitual. You just do them without much thought. You don't have to pump yourself up to go brush your teeth, right? Well, I mean, sometimes if you're feeling really tired, but you know, for the most part, you just go. And so that's what it 100% does happen when it comes to running too. The more you show up, the more you show up and the more you stick to a consistent routine, the more habitual it becomes and the less you have to think. And the less you have to think, then the, the easier it is for you to stick to that and it becomes a part of your life. And then suddenly it's not even a stressor anymore. It's just a part of who you are. And that's where I have gotten to, you know, running has just become a part of who I am. I've just shown up enough to where, you know, running is just something that I do. And for me and my routine, it typically looks like a Monday swim lesson run, a Wednesday swim lesson run. And that means I drop my daughter off at swim and I go for a run and come back and finish and pick her up. And then I do a weekend run, which is typically on a Sunday. So that's what my my habits looked like while training for the marathon. And so um, I just need to get back into the, to that habitual space where I don't have to think about it so much. And if I can even take more thought process out of it and pick out my clothes, pick out my days and pick out my clothes before the week even starts and take that part of it out of it, out of the equation, the thought process of when will I go? What will I wear? Like the more I can do before the week even starts, the less thoughts, the less resistance, the less I have to try to motivate myself to go. I'm just going to move through the motions to get to, to get to my runs and to get them finished. And so that is the beauty of having a plan and a group and a, someone who's emailing you the plans is because you just, you don't really even have to look at your plans. You know, you can just have your clothes picked out, your days picked out, and then check on, check your email right before you're about to go and say, okay, what am I doing today? And then head out on that run. And just, that's, that's what you have to do. That's it. And then it becomes part of your routine. And then when it's time for the next run, pull up your email. Okay, there's run number two. Here I go. Then you don't perseverate on what do I have to do this week? What do my runs look like? When am I going to fit it in? Just pick your days on Sunday. Look at your schedule. 
have your clothes ready to go, whatever you're going to wear, and then pull up your email the day of even. I know there are a lot of planners out there who would need to know before, but you could even pull it up the day of and say, what am I doing today? And then head out on your run. And just like that, you guys. So yes, I feel you. I get you. I understand you. It is there. It is real. Those feelings are real, but we are going to teach them that they're not going to stop us. We're going to prove them wrong because they're wrong. They're just thoughts and they are wrong. You are, it is possible to have wrong, incorrect thoughts. Thoughts are just thoughts. They're not facts. And the facts are, if we are to step out of our comfort zone and we are to get started and start moving, we'll be just fine. Everything will be absolutely 100% just fine. We just have to show up for ourselves and not let our thoughts become our facts. We're going to create the new facts, which will essentially change our thoughts because our behaviors. So, all right, you guys. Well, I hope that that was helpful to you. I will share right now while I'm recording this, it is the beginning of June. We will have our final group of brand new runners invited to join us in July. The final group of 2022, I should say. Our final group of the year, the doors will open in July. We'll have our five-day challenge in July and then invite our last team to join us for the 2022 year. And that group is it's going to be pretty exciting because that group will be training with us and we will be hitting our 5K the same weekend as the Wicked 5K here in Virginia Beach. Um, and all of our runners who are currently in the group already who have gone through this program and are now training with me outside of the brand new program, they're going to be doing that the training for those months as well for what we're calling it Wicked Soulmate or Wicked Soulmates. So they're going to be training for the Wicked also, either a 10K or a 5K, and we're all going to be running that weekend. Whether we're, some people are traveling to Virginia Beach to run in Virginia Beach, the, that race, because it's such a fun, fun, fun race. And then some people are doing it where they are, where they are located, but our t-shirts for finishing those races will be, um, they'll be Wicked, Wicked Soulmate t-shirts. And so that's the t-shirt also that our newest team will get when they finish their their 5k our brand new team who starts kicks off in july so i'm really excited to be going through the next training cycle the tremor the summer training cycle is fun anyway uh, because of the, the weather and the participation but it'll be super fun because they'll kind of be training along with us with our current runners to get to that goal at the end of october which is so so exciting so more information on that coming if you did want to sign up if you're not on the wait list to join that team you can go to um, www.tinarepa.com forward slash run and click to sign up for the wait list for the next challenge and I will email you all of the details as we get closer. So that is super exciting. If you haven't yet, you should head on over to Instagram and Facebook and follow me at Tina Repa Running and Facebook and at Run with Tina Repa on Instagram. DM me. I love to hear from you guys. Tell me what is most helpful to you in the podcast because when I know what you need, I can better deliver what it is that's going to help you take the next step and to keep moving and to keep striving and to keep having that confidence because it is all about mindset. You guys, thanks for hanging out with me today. I love you and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinarepa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine. <laughs>